0: There has been an awakening, have you felt it? And Disney now owns The Force and says it has plans for more Star Wars movies. Walt Disney agreed to pay $4 billion for Lucasfilm. Well, the first movie's is not going to be until to 2015, Wars, so that's one, and that's and one that's one uh, thing I think that would
1: give a few people pause. And the stock is down this morning, Disney stock. Today, but, I am proud um, to announce
0: the Walt Disney movie. Company is acquiring Lucasfilm the global entertainment company founded by George Lucas and the home of the legendary Star Wars franchise. Fans can expect a new feature film, Star Wars Episode VII, in theaters worldwide in 2015. And there will be more feature films, as well as consumer products, television projects, games, and theme park attractions. All right, let's talk about Star Wars again. again. I'm so excited; it is finally here—the here. Star Wars World Premiere. Hollywood heavyweights out in and force, and force last night for *The Force Awakens*. the responsibility comes with being the caretakers of such.
1: Jason and this is Gabe. I can't believe it. It is saga year.
0: Fire The The, Last Jedi. the Rise
1: of Number Eight or Nine? <laughs> yeah, ten oh. Is it ten already? Yeah, ten because it's October. Oh yeah. We've only got we've only got two more soccer years left. We're we're in the sequel trilogy now. We're in the home stretch. I was trying to be clever and like, don't forget about the Clone Wars movie, and then I forgot about Solo and Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am excited to to be diving into the sequel trilogy for the next few months. We've taken a little bit of a sequel trilogy break for a lot of this year. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, can't talk about it anymore. Yeah, it's going to be fun to get back into the, to the sequel trilogy now that we've kind of gone down memory lane back through the rest of the saga. And now we've kind of gone all the way back around to the beginning, which is really the end now that we're in 7, 8, and 9 time. Well, yeah, and this week we are talking all about 2015, which was, I think, officially the year of Star Wars. Whenever I even hear the year 2015, it's like in my head with like 1999. That was a good year. That was Star Wars year. <laughs> 77, 99, and 2015. The, the fever, the Star Wars fever was at a boiling point all year long. For 12 months, it was nonstop Star Wars fever. We're going to be talking all about those 12 months of madness leading up to... The Force Awakens, a truly magical golden time. But speaking of golden times, it's Snoctoberfest.
0: <laughs>
1: it's old gold himself. I think we said that before. The the roll gold. <laughs> it all makes sense, right? Yeah, if you're drinking if you're drinking beer from a big vat, you're eating pretzels from a big bag. And Snoke's there, eating pretzels, swimming around in his vat of pickle and or beer. <laughs> Snoke juice. <laughs> Maybe he was just hanging out in there waiting for his scar to heal. Well, it's like, I was really thinking about it. And I was like, in the ride of Skywalker is like, what, a year after Last Jedi? Kylo Ren goes to go, go see Palpatine. But there's still like three Snokes in a jar. And it's like, what... <laughs> Why were those Snokes still there? I don't know. Yeah. Why didn't why didn't he let one out? Maybe they weren't ready yet. Were they like Palpatine's like buddies? Would they just like send one out like to go talk to Palpatine just to keep his mind sharp? It would have been even better if if there was, you know, the first snoke in the first movie and then by the third movie there's a new snoke, but at this time it's even bigger, but it's not fully operational. So maybe that's like the ones in the tank or like the it's the Return of the Jedi Death Star version of Snoke. <laughs> well, did you see in Pablo's new book, Snoke is basically like one of the failed clones of Palpatine. And they like just sent him out. The, I believe the quote is, another genetic construct becomes Snoke, an underling who Sidious installs as supreme leader of the First Order. Just also like Sidious's quote son that escapes us, ex- Exegol and goes off to live a simple life i don't know. you can go crazy thinking about all this stuff maybe that's why they brought bad batch back just to make all that seem a lot more plausible it's like oh yeah it's like bad batch maybe we'll get a bad bad batch and it's like a it's a snoke clone and ray's dad clone and a couple other weird palpatine clones <laughs> a real wacky one a comedian one yeah, that was the one that was still in the tank they wouldn't let that one out he just kept telling jokes so so. anyways, we've got the Snoke line of the week here. Maybe it's one of those Snoke jokes. I wonder what the Snoke line of the week this week could be. Hmm. And the droid. Was that a Snoke joke? Maybe. Maybe his jokes are as failed as his clone-ness. It's, it just doesn't work out. Maybe that explains the whole scene in Last Jedi with Rey and Snoke. He's not really being mean, he's just waiting for her to laugh at his jokes, but they're so bad she just is scared of him. I don't know. Did the son clone? Did the wife know he was a clone? Is there, like, things that, like, the, the, the son of Palpatine clone that, like, he couldn't do because he was a failed clone? Did he, like, like airplane to go drink water and just splash it on his face? <laughs> Maybe. How has he failed? He looked normal. He, th- I, he looked okay to me. I don't know. Yeah. He just was, he was, he wasn't evil or he didn't have the force juice in him. I don't know. Well... Things to learn about in the future. It's 2020. <laughs> yes.
0: Look
1: here now. I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. I see your eyes. I know your eyes. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Is it weird to be nostalgic for? five years ago already. I mean, maybe not when you consider that 2020 has felt like 15 years in the past 10 months. But Yeah, I think uh, late at night, you could convince me that Force Awakens came out 20 years ago, and I might believe you. <laughs> so long ago. So much younger, so naive, so full of dreams. <laughs> so carefree. But yeah, looking back at 2015 the Star Wars excitement level was in a place that, yeah, I think you could really only compare to 1999. It's like having lived through both of those years of complete and total Star Wars madness that pushes us to the edge of sanity. It's like the two of them felt different somehow. Well, I think the biggest difference is 99 was the culmination of years and years and years of waiting for more movies because we knew more movies were coming. George Lucas kept saying more movies were coming, but we never knew when. And then finally we knew when, when was, when was now. It was 1999. They're, they're finally here where with force awakens, you know, we've talked about this lots of times. Our best friend star Wars died in 2005 and we went to his funeral and we came to terms with them being gone and we're moving on with our lives. And all of a sudden Star Wars was knocking on our window. Hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> I'll be back in, in three years. So it was a different kind of anticipation because it was completely unexpected. And it was also, what is this new Star Wars going to be? So at least for me, it was equal parts, just, just, ridiculous excitement and then equal parts kind of apprehension and wonder of like, well, what is not George Lucas Star Wars? What is this new era of Star Wars even going to look like or feel like or sound like? So it it felt similar, but yeah, like you said, very different. Well, in 99 too, The Phantom Menace came out in May and we only had five months in the year and Force Awakens. They kept us As we're going to go over here, dragging along month by month, giving us more and more as we went along, all the way until we get to the end of the year and the movie finally comes out. But yeah, like the carefree days of like fandom, like 99 was like ridiculously carefree because everyone was just like, this is going to be the greatest movie ever. And then with Force Awakens, there was the whole like, well, better be better than those prequels and all that (laughs) It was, that was annoying. That was really annoying uh, leading up to that. And you even had, you know, people creatively involved in The Force Awakens, like talking trash about Jar Jar or something. And, but, you know, there was that boiling point of Star Wars excitement where you can be like, all right, I'm not going to listen to any of that. I'm just going to – there's a new Star Wars movie coming out and I'm just going to be really excited about that. <laughs> well, and it did get to the point – the closer and closer you got to the movie coming out of where – It was one of those things similar to 99 where everybody was excited, like not just your weird Star Wars friends, like literally people walking down the street, you know, would high five you if you had a Star Wars shirt on because everybody was just hyped that Star Wars was back. And it was maybe not to the extent of the Phantom Menace media blitz of being on everything and all the merchandising. But there were, you know, Star Wars and TV commercials again for all different things, Star Wars products and stores. Like, it was another, one of those magic times when Star Wars Celebration creeps into the real world and and everywhere you look, it's you're in Star Wars land for a few months. Truly special times. Who knows? <laughs> oh, and that's the thing, too. It's like, now we're in this new era where, you know, in... matter of days we're going to have the second season of the the star wars tv show and there's so many more star wars tv shows coming eventually movies will be back on the big screen and there's going to be more animated stuff next year and even beyond and there's just there's just a lot more star wars i don't think can we ever be in that state again of just complete and total Star Wars euphoria. Was 2015 the last time that can really happen? It's true. It might be because now that Disney's got Star Wars and they're keeping us fed with Star Wars food at a regular <laughs> basis, you kind of need that time for, you know, gap of there being nothing to get that ravenous for it to come back. And I don't know what I would rather have. Would I rather have? Crazy, awesome stuff like Mandalorian every six months? Or do I want to have nothing for 10 years and then all of a sudden a movie comes out? I don't know. I think I will be sad to see the crazy days of The Force Awakens hype going away. But if it's replaced with just good Star Wars stuff at a regular interval, I think it's a. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. But yeah, it's hard to imagine. Like, when Taika's movie comes out, whenever and whatever it is of it being hyped up the way that Force Awakens was. And is that even a good thing, to be hyped up that much? Like, just because we had a good time, does that mean it was the... There's been plenty of good times in my life that probably weren't the right thing to do. Good point. (laughs) True. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows when when you can go to movie theaters safely again, what's that even going to be like? I don't, you know, like... I mean, I think we said too, like with uh, with the announcement of the the Willow show that was just announced last week, with Disney Plus making a a Willow series. I think you texted me just like I don't even care if they (laughs) if Lucasfilm makes movies. Just keep if you're going to do a Willow series, like let's just do that. Like let's just keep making more shows. Like this is working, right? Like maybe it's time for you know the golden age of Star Wars. Lucasfilm TV shows, and and maybe that's how we'll get back to the hype of Phantom Menace in 99 or Force Awakens is if Star Wars moves to TV for 10 years and, and then is now back in theaters. But I guess, I don't know, we'll find out what the future holds. The hype for the Kenobi show, I think, will be possibly the closest we'll get to that level again, because, yeah, that'll be pretty big but do you think you're going to go to like a kohl's and there's going to be like a kenobi banner in the in the bedding aisle because you can get comforters with Ian mcgregor's face on them like do you think we're going to get to that point that's 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 what force awakens was or phantom menace time was good point i would want that but i don't see that happening Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. the hype really really begins on October 30th, 2012, which is interesting because October 30th is the same day Mandalorian Season 2 premieres. Is the anniversary of the sale of Lucasfilm to Disney. A major day in history. The, the, the moon landing. People that were alive, like, I, I can... Tell you what we ate for dinner that night and where I was and what I was wearing. And I feel like for Star Wars fans, the sale to Disney is like that. Like we can remember where we were, what we thought. But and I know we've talked about it before, but it was like this the sale to Disney, I remember at the time I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. It was along with the announcement was like, yeah, and we're Star Wars episode seven is gonna come out. And even they said 2015, followed by episodes eight and nine with no more information than that and, and that was really the beginning of the hype and i just remember i think we talked and it was just like what how there was the one thing i kept thinking was like how yeah how are they going to do this what are they going to do what is it going to be there are a lot of sleepless nights after that <laughs> just pondering well what are they even going to do what can they eat what can they even do what can a star wars episode 7 what can it be and that like big question of what and how kind of fed right into the year of unbelievable hype because it was just like how is this going to be a movie how how do you do it who's in it what's it about what is the story after return of the jedi and yeah and that day in 2012 like 2015 felt like it was a 100 years from then. So it's like, oh, my God, I've got to wait three years. Yeah, why did you have to tell me now? <laughs> I was going about my life.
0: What can you tell us about the new Star Wars films? Absolutely nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why are you asking questions that we, you know we can't answer?
0: Well, we can certainly say that we're absolutely going to make movies. Mm-hmm. We're sitting down with a couple of writers and we're starting to discuss ideas and we're starting to talk about what those stories might be. And we're recognizing that um, I think they could be pretty fun and pretty great. You know, it's really exciting because I think there's a whole generation of filmmakers that have been inspired by George and Star Wars and, and they're absolutely thrilled, excited, and daunted at the prospect of possibly being able to step in and carry the mantle of making these movies. And I think that's exciting too, is that th- those new filmmakers coming into this franchise and and being able to take all the incredible ideas and characters and places that we can go within this universe offer incredible opportunities.
1: Well, and along the way in t- 2013... There was rumors, 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 nonstop, like constant rumors. Every once in a while, there'd be a photo of like Mark Hamill with a beard. I'm like, oh, it's happening. There were fake posters. People believed them as real constantly. In April of 2014, there was the, the photo of the, the table read with the cast. And everyone was decoding where people were sitting, looking for clues. Who's in that crate? The next major thing was what November sixth, two thousand fourteen. The title is announced: The Force Awakens. Well, I even remember exactly where I was when that happened. Like looked at my phone and was like, oh. "It was one of those days." And then you know, for the week afterwards, it's like, "What? What does that mean?" And then yeah, just a little over two years after the the sale to Disney was announced on November twenty eighth, two thousand fourteen. Right after Thanksgiving, we got that 88-second-long teaser trailer. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Which that you go back and watch that trailer again. It shows you so very little. It's like a masterpiece and just teasing of just glimpses and teasing. It lit me on fire. Yeah, I remember weren't you driving around, you had a, the audio version on a CD that you were just playing in your car. Over and over and over, just just the audio. I go, listen, just let, just listen to it. <laughs> well, I was convinced for sure that the voice in the beginning, I guess it's Snoke, it's Snoke, but it. I thought it was Benedict Cumberbatch. I swear to God, that was Benedict Cumberbatch. I forgot about that. You're right. You yeah. You tried. It. You told me that. It's like you you sneaky devil, JJ. You brought Khan into this thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was excited, but. Still, like apprehensive after that trailer because it is a perfect trailer of like these. Here's the new characters. That's it. But it was like after three prequel movies of crazy George Lucas style Star Wars, seeing Star Wars directed by a different person. Even in those little clips, it looked different enough that it was just hard for my brain to wrap around. Like, well, what? What is this? What am I seeing? It's Star Wars, but it's different. And it took me a while, I think, to just acclimate myself to it. And it really wasn't until the second trailer that I I think I kind of came to terms to what new Star Wars is going to look like and could kind of open my mind enough to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I remember talking to you about that. And I think I was literally in the center of a personal Star Wars tornado in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being like, okay, that makes sense. What he's saying all makes sense. But I am in a tornado and I can't really see and hear him right now because there's all these things swirling around me right now. But it's 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 made it fun to go back and rewatch those because now that You know, I'm used to that. I'm used to Force Awakens. Like, I can really appreciate just how good of a tease that trailer is. But, yeah, it was just, it was really weird for my brain (laughs) to see this thing. It's like, it looks like Star Wars, but it's just a little bit different. I don't know how to wrap my head around this. That's the thing, like, being nostalgic for five years ago, because you go back and you watch it, and when when BB-8 is rolling across the screen, like, I go back to... Remembering when everyone called him the ball droid, when Kylo Ren steps out with the dark side and lights up his lightsaber, and just the months and months of people obsessing over the, the cross guard lightsaber. Like, no one even says cross guard lightsaber anymore. Well, in all the articles about how this, this doesn't make sense, this isn't practical, and just so much. Discussion about, but that's like, you know, you got to give JJ and the crew credit. Like that teaser did its job of giving you just enough information to set everybody's minds on fire. And there was celebrating and arguing and discussing and speculating and meditating and just everything based on just those few little clips. I just remember too, it was... It only played in a handful of theaters in North America, and one of them was literally 15 minutes from my house. And I made my young daughter at the time, she's like six years old, go see Big Hero 6 with me, because it was the movie that was playing The Force Awakens trailer. And I was like, I have to see it on the big screen. (laughs) So the next major moment really was the release of the trading cards like the little trading cards done in like the old vintage style and that was December 11th 2014 telling us the characters names where we first learned that Ray was Ray, and the cross guard lightsaber guy was Kylo Ren and we learned BB-8 and Poe Dameron and Finn names that are now Part of our brains forever. But, yeah, and again, it was like, Ray, just people just all the Ray, Finn, Poe, just saying those names out loud over and over again. It's like These are my new members of the family. I got to get used to saying their names. But even that was crazy. I mean, every little thing that came out was earth shattering news. We were all so hungry, so starving for <laughs> for this movie. And not even for like secrets and spoilers like for literal just basic information (laughs) because without jumping ahead too much like just the fact that we didn't know the names the resistance or the first order until star wars celebration the next year yeah so you know something as trivial as just what are the good guys and bad guys called like was mysteries and stuff that you know that morning that we got to see the props at Cyrus Celebration was just like, oh my God, they're called the First Order. What does that mean? <laughs> but yeah, then kind of like, it felt like an eternity going from December 2014 to April 2015. It was just a few months. And yeah, the next big thing though was Celebration Anaheim, April 16th, 2015. That amazing Thursday morning when we <laughs> we saw the second teaser trailer. Yeah, watching that trailer, it always takes me back just to that morning. It's 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 all just very very special. Yeah, and that was the trailer too, where I was I was ready for new Star Wars at that point. And that trailer, that one hit me right from the beginning of like, okay, I'm ready for this now. I, it was it was good. They gave me this little tease a few months earlier to just get it through my system and get me ready for for the new stuff to come because that one. Yeah, that set me on, on fire. We were all on we were running around in flames around uh Anaheim after that. Well the the waiting overnight, the whole experience, the the electricity in the in the crowd that morning. It was just amazing. And you think of that, like it was on stage there was Mark Hamill, Peter Mayhew, Carrie Fisher in You know, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and Oscar Isaac. It was the last time that was going to be able to happen with that many people. And BB-8 was on stage. Yeah, and everyone lost their mind. Nowadays, (laughs) BB-8, oh yeah, there's BB-8. Yeah, okay. But think about that. They rolled BB-8 out and people lost their minds. People were screaming. The trailer was viewed 88 million times in the first 24 hours. The phrase "Chewy, were are home" became like an instant classic. Like in tw- in that first twenty four hours, it was like, what else has done that? That was the spark that lit the fire that set everybody in the world. They gave him a, a Star Wars fever of hundred and eight. Everybody was sweating at that point. i be- being there in Anaheim like that weekend. Yeah, that trailer, the excitement of that trailer. Just set the mood for the whole weekend, where everyone all weekend was like all juiced up. We were all like, ah! <laughs> just running around, high fiving strangers and doing cartwheels down the street. Like, yeah, you no, know, it was it was Star Wars mania. But again, that trailer, as much as it showed, still didn't give us much. It was another teaser of just here's some more shots of stuff. We heard Mark Hamill talking. Which was mind blowing enough in itself, and what does that have to do with the movie? But we still really didn't know anything of what what is us what is the sequel to Return of Jedi? What is it about? Well, and there was you know the shot of Maz, Maz's hand giving Leia the lightsaber, which wasn't in the movie, wasn't in the Rise of Skywalker stuff either. So it's, it's still a mystery. It sent us reeling. For something that wasn't even in it. And yeah, with Luke, like you have that power too. It's like, oh, she's Luke's daughter. I know it. (laughs) For a while, for for a few weeks there she was. So then in May, we got the Vanity Fair photos. And everyone lost their minds again. Well, we learned from the prequel years that it's not a new Star Wars movie until the Vanity Fair pictures come out. And again, we were equally mind blown and equally confused and had questions because we've that was what our was that the first we saw was phasma in the second teaser yes she's walking down a hallway yeah so yeah we got to see that shot in the magazine of phasma standing by was it like a burning building or something yeah and kylo ren uh i think was that the first time we saw kylo ren without the mask on too yeah, we saw Adam Driver as Kylo Ren without the mask and from that point on it was, well, does he take the mask off in the movie? Cuz up to that point, I think we just assumed he's Darth Vader and his helmet doesn't come off. Well, and then just what, a couple weeks later, we was at the the first Force for Change video with JJ and the incredible Baba Joe. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. With the Force Awakens build-up, because that was something new to Force Awakens, was they started this charity thing and it just kind of came out of nowhere. And at first you're watching the video and it's like, okay, well, it's this JJ on set talking about this charity. And then all of a sudden, yeah, Muppet Man walks out of the background. It's like, uh oh. I remember that? I was in the riding on the train to work in the morning, like, okay, what does JJ Abrams want to say? Whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah, Baba Joe comes out and it's like, uh uh-oh, I guess this is some Star Wars stuff. Stop the train! Showing random people on the train, look at this guy! But think about that, like, now we're at a point where it's like every two weeks, we're getting some mind-blowing tease about this movie that's coming out in December. Well, and we started to expect it because then, just a few weeks later, was another force for change and with J.J. just standing in front of the new X-Wing. So that was like our first close look at the new X-Wings. I think other than the couple shots in the trailer, like we got to see. I remember people freaking out about the engines because you could see that. Oh, my God. It's like the Macquarie engines. Because then in what July 2015, towards the end of the month, there was the big San Diego Comic-Con panel where Harrison Ford was actually there, and they played that really awesome behind-the-scenes reel where we were talking about real sets, practical effects. Real sets. Practical effects. You've been here, but you don't know this story. Nothing's changed,
0: really. I mean, everything's changed, but nothing's changed. That's the way you want it to be, really.
1: The infamous behind the scenes video, which other than the ridiculous comments made during it, the footage was incredible and just more fuel to the to the little hype furnace burning in your heart. that real sense practical effects thing though kind of really kind of ushered in a thing with the hype though that started about that period of time where it was really tugging on the original trilogy warm and fuzzy memories a lot and that really carried on for what the next six months as we got closer to the film where they were just really playing that. Yeah. Cause if, if there's any part of the build up to force awakens, that was not as enjoyable, at least to us, it seems like was the fact that there was so much of don't worry if you didn't like those other movies, you'll like this one and kind of, we don't want to talk about those other movies, <laughs> but you'll like this one. I don't know. It was, yeah, it would get weird at times. I remember feeling a lot of like, well, what if I liked all of them? What does that say about me? Why can't we just like them all? <laughs> if this is episode seven, there, there was a one, two, and three. Just, just talk about the new stuff. You don't have to talk about the old stuff. Just let the old stuff be. So then in August, uh, there was a D23 where some of the cast was there and there was the awesome Drew Struzan poster. And then right after that, though, was the big return of Force Friday. You waited in line outside Toys R Us to usually go in and find nothing there. Maybe you got lucky and you could run and grab a figure before someone tried to snatch it out of your hand. A little taste of things to come with what trying to buy toys and stuff in the in the sequel trilogy era was going to be like it was a little different than than Force Friday for Phantom Menace. <laughs> a little different because kind of, like the exact opposite. Where Force Friday, Phantom Menace, they had absolutely everything you're looking for for Force Awakens. It's like what. There's a lot of hype here. There's nothing here. It was good. It was back because at least that was a tradition that started with the prequels that had morphed into this new era. And that was cool. That was exciting. Yeah. Cause it was fun to be out and in the line at Toys R Us at midnight with all the crazies, just getting ready for the first glimpse of new Star Wars stuff after, after all these years. We hadn't gotten the full trailer yet, and there was still like a ton of mystery about The Force Awakens, even on Force Friday. I remember talking to people online, and there was like, I want to get the figure of the guy with the mask. I don't know anything about him, but I want to get his figure. I remember, was it right after Force Friday, videos started coming out of the Kylo Ren talking mask? And that was literally the first time we'd ever heard Kylo Ren's voice. Yes, there was a lot of just speculation after that of like, what What does he say? Oh my God, what does that mean? <laughs> Why does his voice sound like, does his voice sound like that because of the helmet or because it's a toy and it just has a weird sound to his voice? People analyzing every line said in the Kylo Ren talking mask. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Don't fight it. You know you can't I'm immune to the light No one will stand in our way That weapon is mine (gasps) Yeah, and then what? October 19th, 2015 We got that full trailer And nobody was right Who are you? I'm
0: no one Jedi, they're real. The Force, it's calling to you.
1: And was that, did they do the ticket sales that night? Was that the first time they did the ticket sales in the trailer at the same time? Or am I getting confused with another trailer? That's what they said. They said that the tickets were going to go on sale when the trailer dropped. But remember, the tickets went on sale about a few hours earlier than the trailer, which just caused mass hysteria. And it was just a night of nonstop Star Wars madness. and. Tickets were selling, theaters were selling out left and right. I just, re- yeah, I remember buying tickets and I remember, I think it was my wife who had never heard of anyone buying tickets for anything that early before, <laughs> that many months ahead of time. I just, I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mind and I was, I, I bought like five i was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go all day all night i mean I was, but it's like seven tickets as again the the tornado had swept me up and i was like the wicked witch of the west like flying by on a bike at that point i was just off to oz i was gone but you go back you watch that that full trailer it's a piece of art like opening up in the very beginning with mas canada who are you and Ray, I'm nobody. I mean, this is the first real introduction to these characters that we had that for the next, what, three, four years, five years, whatever, we're going to be so all consuming to us. <laughs> no, but I remember that vividly because up to that point, as much hype as there was and excitement from people, no one had heard any of the new characters even speak. Let alone speak to each other. So it was, a, you know, at that point, it's like, can these actors even act? Can these characters, like, what do they even have voices? Like, what, like, we're excited, but really, what are we excited about? Because we really don't know anything. And then, yeah, finally hearing Kylo speak and Ray speak and Finn speak, it was like, okay, <laughs> now, now I kind of have a feeling. For who these people are but also we had that shot of ray crying and you know weeks and weeks of well did somebody die is she hugging chewbacca is chewbacca dead when well, it was there were t- so many spoilers out there and so many like plot breakdowns and constant of spoilers. we did a whole episode what was it last year or two years ago i can't remember on just the other side of the hype, the, the spoiler hype leading up to, and how many ludicrous spoilers there were. I, yeah, I remember being like, yeah, it looks cool. Everything I've seen looks cool. The characters look cool. The ships look cool, but it's like, I need to know some of the story because we're, we're two months away and I'm kind of freaking out. Like just give us a little bit of the story and a little bit of what is going on with these characters. It's again another perfect trailer, and it gave us exactly that—just just just enough to let us in the door, but we still had no clue what was going on. And I think wasn't the full trailer that was the first time we got a shot of Leia in the movie. Yeah, right. I think so. I because she wasn't in the teaser, and I don't think she was in the second teaser from celebration either her hand was but not yeah not her face yeah right her hand was but yeah in the in the trailer we got the hug with her and han yeah i remember just those final weeks of october just watching it over and over and over maybe if i watch it enough it'll all start to make sense (laughs) i'll know what's gonna happen well another major moment was it, november 16th in empire magazine right another hint of things to come empire magazine had an entire Little article on the new Star Wars character. First look at Star Wars The Force Awakens, Constable Zuvio. (laughs) Uh, This is a huge high-res photo of his face. And I remember that day and I was like, oh, my God, he looks amazing. (laughs) But it's so fun, like even reading the article, too. It's like uh, Force Awakens is now incredibly a mere month away from release. And if you can hardly believe the fact Prepare to be even more excited. Here's an exclusive first look at Constable Zubio. What's going to happen? Right? It's like he's a vigilant law officer on a mostly lawless world. He's apparently tough and humorless. It's like, yes. Uh, But little did we know that a lot of what we were seeing to get hyped up for this movie wasn't actually going to be in the movie. And not that that didn't happen in the past, but... It seemed to happen a lot more in the in the build-up to Force Awakens than maybe we were used to with a lot of the shots from the first three trailers never really ended up in the movies. And and this huge picture of Zuvio is probably the, one of the biggest ones. Oh, Zuvio. <laughs> He'll end up on Mandalorian if we're lucky. The, well, they kind of like after November into December, it was the era of the TV spots where what, it felt like we got a new TV spot every day. And then there was, what, the the Japanese Force Awakens trailer that was different. Well, in addition to the TV spots, too, we were starting to get TV commercials. And some of the TV commercials were kind of messing with our heads because there was the the Verizon one where Chewie and BB-8 are teaming up for a shootout in a hallway in a Star Destroyer. There was a, I think it's a UK commercial with 3PO, R2-D2, and BB-8 roaming around in the desert together. And 3PO with his big red arm. I remember thinking, well, those must be scenes from the movie, right? Or there were the Lego commercials where the first Lego set commercial was the Millennium Falcon and the TIE Fighters flying around on Jakku, which was in the trailer. So when the next commercial came out with Kylo Ren chasing BB-8 through the desert, and then Kylo Ren's shuttle chasing Poe Dameron's Black X-Wing around on Jakku. It was like, well, that's got to be in the movie, too, right? Because the other thing was. Well, and kind of like we were saying before, there were a lot of commercials, too, that were really playing up that nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of, like, sad dad commercials. <laughs> Star Wars is going to make me feel alive again. I haven't felt alive since 1979. It was kind It was kind of weird. But we didn't care because we were excited. Yeah, it's like looking back, watching them now, it's kind of like, ah. But at the time, it was just like, I think someone said Star Wars on TV. Yeah. I don't care. Let's watch it. What I remember, too, a, a major moment that a, a lot of people don't think about was – when the cast started to do talk shows and there was that one clip of Ray and Finn running on Jakku when the garbage will do clip. Yes, you're right. And that was just like, oh my God, it's finished. There's there was John Williams score in that. It is it's actually a movie. <laughs> this thing that I have tickets for and I've thought about every day for the past three years is it, gonna come out. I've thought about you every day since we parted Star Wars. <laughs> I don't want to forget, too, that really the pinnacle peak moment of Force Awakens hype was, oh, was it just weeks before the premiere when, I don't even remember, was it like, what TV show was it where they showed the Tito scene? Oh, it was like 60 Minutes, where it was like a profile on JJ. And yeah, they showed Tito, and they showed John Williams scoring. And... Yeah, I just about slid right off the couch. The clip of them, I think, doing the mix and Ray's just yelling at Tito and Tito's yelling at Ray in his alien language and Ray's yelling at him in the alien language, that yeah, that was the ter- the, the tipping point where I my physical form dissolved and I was a ball of I don't know, Star Wars juice just dripping around. I sunk through the carpet and, and woke up in the on the floor below my office. Yeah, that was just like a week or a week and a half or something before the movie came out. And then, yeah, finally, on December 17th was opening night. It was a blizzard here in Michigan, I remember. And I was driving really fast to get to the theater and whether I shouldn't be driving fast in. And it was just the yeah the, the energy in that first show was absolutely electric. When you saw it, because what's interesting to me thinking back and as excited as the people in the theater were to see the movie, this was the first Star Wars movie that came out in the era of assigned seats in the theaters and, and a lot of the, like, the premiere screen having the bigger comfy seats. So no one was really waiting in line because everyone had their tickets in their seats So it was a little different feeling, at least at the theater I was at. Like everyone was excited, but it was more like seeing it with your group of friends that were excited as opposed to being like shoulder to shoulder with people just sweating with excitement. I always just remember that first viewing of Force Awakens as, again, just being really special and Ray's theme really sucking me in. And this I've talked about it a million times that we're the saber goes into Ray's hand. Like you, like you, Tito, my soul left my body. And for a minute there, I was just a ball of light hovering above my body. And eventually it went back down in because I had to leave, but I transcended during that moment. Well, for me, it was almost the opposite because I think seeing it multiple times and, and seeing it later in the week with my family seeing it later and having the theater still be packed and people still being excited and freaking out, I think almost hit me harder than opening night was just the fact that whatever you think about force awakens, the fact that it was like, and I guess whatever you think about the prequel movies, star Wars was back to a place where everybody was enjoying it. And that there was just, you know, random people who aren't, crazy star wars fans going in and seeing it and just having a blast i think was just exciting to see i'll never forget it was sometime january or february i went to go see just a random matinee of force awakens and i was in the bathroom afterwards and i heard like some old guy in the bathroom walking out saying i can't believe he killed his own father that was his (laughs) (laughs) That was his dad and he killed him. And that to me was just really, yeah, like you'd say, like Star Wars was back and these were the kind of people that would go see, you know, probably the movies and, you know, the original trilogy, just like, Hey, I heard this is something to go to. Like, let's go, let's go see this Star Wars movie. And I guess that's part of the special magic of the force awakens was it was really kind of accessible for everyone. Like, You know, you like the prequels, you didn't like the prequels, whatever. You never saw the prequels. You only saw them once. You didn't go see it 37 times in the theater. You could still kind of, you could go to Force Awakens and just enjoy it. And it touched that special kind of Star Wars nerve. Good morning, Lara. Well, the movie played just a few hours ago right here in the famous TCL Chinese Theater in the heart of Hollywood. Part of the reason for all this excitement and hype is the unprecedented secrecy that surrounded this movie. The trailers were purposefully cryptic, information like a new hero Ray's last name very intentionally withheld.
0: The reason we're keeping it a secret is so people can enjoy the thing. To watch it and to not know what's about to happen, amazing.
1: you die in this film? Possibly It's hard for me to talk.
0: The rest of us can find out <laughs> all about those secrets and don't share them, please, on Thursday when the movie opens in forty-one hundred theaters.
1: I think the, the most important thing with Force Awakens is it brought in so many new fans, so many younger fans, so much more diverse fans than just the old sad dads <laughs> in the commercials, <laughs> right. right? That, that the, the franchise had to have to still be vital, to stay alive. It needed new perspectives and new eyes watching this thing. and, totally did that i mean how many fans came on because of the sequel trilogy and are in there today and went back and watched the old films and got obsessed in spite of all the marketing to sad dads the people who really mattered saw that this movie was something they wanted to see and and yeah like you said new fans or even old Older, young fans who grew up on Clone Wars and hadn't got to see a Star Wars movie in the theater got to see it. And, yeah, people who remembered watching Star Wars on TNT or TBS, whoever shows them all the time, <laughs> like, well, I'm going to go see this new one in the theater. Like, just everybody went out and saw it. And, and yeah, it just kind of uh, brought Star Wars back as a big thing that everybody could enjoy and wanted to enjoy. And kept that hype going on through five more movies. Like, it all built up and started here at the end of 2015 and carried through five more years of Disney Star Wars in the theaters. Yeah, and looking back on those amazing 12 months of hype, I think the biggest takeaway I have is just it was fun. It was so much fun. It was a different time for fandom. There, People were just excited and it was the the future was wide open on where these stories could go and you know you'd hear bob Iger in interviews talking about like the future of star wars is part of part of that's going to be live action tv and it was like what does that mean and you know there were all those rumors of hundreds of spinoff movies that were going to be happening and yeah it was just a lot of fun and just like we said i don't know if that's ever going to be able to be to happen again but i'm glad we had it and nobody can deny that build-up to seven was really special over Star Wars The Force Awakens rated PG-13
0: and these Last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise.
1: So yeah, Apple Podcast Reviews when you're done listening to this if you listen on something Apple, go over there, write something nice about the show and we will read your review on an upcoming episode and it helps the show it helps people find blast points, I think nobody understands how it works nobody ever will it's like Snoke clones and maybe Palpatine's cloned son will write us a review and we'll figure that out, I don't know And make sure you check out our website, BlastPointsPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and if you're on Facebook, make sure you sign up for the Super Chill Group. If you want to support the show in a different way, we have got the Blast Points Army over there on Patreon, where in just a couple weeks we're going to have weekly Mandalorian recaps over there on the Blast Points Army, and... I think either it just came out or it's coming out really soon. We got a little Mandalorian season two pre-show on the Patreon with uh, the Patreon member questions about season two. And we've got to give a shout out to the new members of the Blast Points Army. And that's Matthew, Michael, Frederick, Jacopo, Brian, and Sean. Thank you all of you for signing up. And uh, yeah. Hope you dig the the bonus stuff over there Oh, and don't forget, also in honor of the Disney Plus Willow Show We put out our Willow episode from Patreon out for free To anyone who wants to check it out It's a good one, way from way back February 2019 And yeah, uh, the next episode is going to be our recap For the first episode of Mandalorian Season 2 And that's going to be out for everybody we're gonna try and get it out as fast as we can that's gonna be i would say it'll probably be out the saturday after the episode airs the episode comes out on friday so that'll be that week's episode yeah it's crazy we're already just about at mandalorian season two yeah just about mere hours away make sure you update your will <laughs> get the coffee cups ready early morning set your alarm now so buy some more clocks put one in every room that'll be super exciting and yeah just a couple more episodes of saga year left for the year amazing thank you everybody we'll talk to you soon bye bye may the force be with you goodbye old friend may the force be with you Yeah, we didn't even mention too, without that year of hype, they, they wouldn't even be listening to this show. <laughs> True, right? We wouldn't be here either if, that, if it didn't work out. Yeah. Big GG. <laughs> May the force be
0: with all of you.